Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious. We'll be friends. Welcome in to part three of our convention preview, a closer look at the programming that many of the ACB special interest affiliates are going to be presenting during this year's national convention and affiliate conferences. So I want to welcome all of you this evening. It's a lovely Friday afternoon in some (laughs) places, Friday night here. And we're going to be looking at three of our special interest affiliates this evening. Uh, But before we get started on that, let me just give you a little bit of an update. Um, I have been getting some work, a little bit of work done. Not as much as I've promised in the past, but I'm getting some of it done anyway. Uh, Visibilities.net, V-I-S-A-B-I-L-I-T-I-E-S.net. I've done some updating of that this week. I still don't have the Irish books on there yet, but hopefully I'll get those done this weekend or the first part of next week. And um, if anybody does have any questions or comments in the future, be sure to use our email address, which is visabilities50 at gmail.com. And I think that's about all. Next week, we're going to be doing um, part four of this multi-part series. Uh, I know we're going to at least have um, Alliance of Aging and Vision Loss, and we will have I think a couple of other uh, affiliates that I have not confirmed with yet. Um, And then we're going to start on some of the ACB special events that are going to be going on at convention. Things like Leslie Spoon will be on on the 18th about the uh, ACB auction, which is a great fundraiser and fundraiser with and without the D. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. And I think the Employment Task Force is going to be on with their program. And I think rehab, the Rehab Issues Group. And I'm sure there's going to be a few others over the next couple of weeks. And then I think we'll get back to our regular type programming shortly after that. So all of that out of the way, I want to thank Penny, Penny Penny V, uh, (laughs) for hosting this evening and Larry Gassman for streaming and all of my guests that are here to talk about their affiliates. And with that, let's start with ACB Diabetics in Action. Terry, Um, I know Diabetics started uh, back in, I'm going to say around 2003, maybe. Um, and it seems to be picking up as, as the years go on. Um, so we have Tom Tobin and Larry Gassman and Becky Duckerson here this evening to tell us about 
their programming plans during the convention. So welcome to all three of you. Well, Terry, thank you for having us, first and foremost. Uh, I'm here with Becky, as you know, and Larry Gassman. And um, I would just like to say as an introduction, um, I'm actually running for president of ACBDA, and um, <clears throat> I'm really proud of our convention program committee. We put together a pretty compelling program. Uh, we've got six tracks um, starting on Monday, July 19th, going through Wednesday, July 21st. And I'm really excited this year. Uh, I think it's going to be one of our best conventions ever. Um, it's probably one of our most ambitious because whether you've been a diabetic <laughs> for a long time or maybe you're not even an out-of-the-closet diabetic. Maybe you're somebody who said, I'm not telling anybody about this. <laughs> we yeah, have some, right, We got something for you because we're a support group as well. That's why we exist. And yep. so when we started thinking about this, we said we need to do something that's going to be able to get everybody involved. And it's a very ambitious three days or six tracks and maybe you guys and, go ahead and go through some yeah, of that no, for people. Yeah, just yeah so you know i'm not going to drill down into all the different details but suffice it to say terry we have um some very credentialed professionals that are actually going to be presenting for us so if you want to come and learn more about you know managing diabetes uh mm -hmm. nutrition fitness and diabetes and our last track is going to be a panel discussion for people that like uh, myself and, and Larry live with diabetes. I'm a type one, Larry's type two, and um, we aren't part of the, well, Larry's part of the panel, but um, so we'd be hearing it straight from the, uh, from the people that live with it every day. Um, so it's, it's going to be about, you know, thriving with diabetes, um, being able to self-manage the disease. Uh, and all these, of course, are in conjunction with the fact that uh, it's these, these, these professionals will be talking about, you know, living with disease along with vision impairment. So that's obviously the key here. So it, there is, haven't been a type one diabetic for gosh, 40 some odd years. Um, yeah. A lot of the technologies come a long way these days. And so these professionals will be talking about that. Um, we have a couple of our, uh, Jeff Bishop's one of our board members. He'll be co presenting with, um, Marjorie DeBrine, who is uh, going to be talking about nutrition. Um, that's on Tuesday. Um, and that afternoon, uh, Karen Chemis, who is a, another credentialed, has lots of initials behind her name, will be um, co-presenting with Steve Bauer uh, from Washington State. And uh, they'll be talking about fitness. Um, so a lot of really good stuff. And um, we hope that people will... Uh, will join us, and um, I think people will be very impressed by, as Larry said, the ambitious program that we put together. One thing that I would like to also add is that um, it's not just for people that are diabetic. Uh, I myself am uh, married to a diabetic and have a lot of family relatives that are diabetic, so uh, the program is for those people like me as well that um, have an interest in diabetes or um, has a family member that suffers from diabetes. So uh, it's it's a well-rounded program for everyone that wants to partake in it. Yep, no, it's a great point, Becky. Um, and um, I, I just, just, you know, I'd say, you know, for people that are listening that uh, we would uh, welcome your uh, participation. Um, you can learn more if you check out the uh, the convention program. All of that is in vivid detail in the in the uh, convention program information. Um, you can also learn more about uh, you know ACB Diabetics in Action by going to our website, which is ACB 
D-A-O-R-G, or H-T-B-D-A.O-R-G, pardon me. Um, and there you can find out more information about um, our organization and um, and and if you're interested and are motivated, you know, either before convention or after convention, we'd love to have you join our family. We have got a growing family over the past year. We've grown by 40, what, 40-some-odd 40 members, Becky, yeah. and... Um, so very, very obviously, I think all of you know that, uh, you know, diabetes in this country and frankly around the world is at epidemic levels, uh, type two in particular, uh, because of the obesity issue. Um, but the, uh, whether you're type two or type one, you can still experience complications from the disease, whether it's, you know, vision loss, uh, heart disease, kidney disease, amputations, all the lovely things that go with being a diabetic. Um, so, uh, we would welcome anyone that wants to learn more about us, and uh, we certainly invite you to join us at convention for sure. Did you talk about the social aspect of what we do on our call once a month? I didn't, but that's a great point. It is, you know, for, especially for the new diabetic or somebody who wants to know more but doesn't know anything about support. Because it's, yep. it's the third Saturday of the month. It's 5 Eastern, 2 Pacific. And it's it's more of a, a – it's like being sitting in a big circle. And we're in a Zoom room, actually, virtually, and we talk about anything you want to talk about as it relates to diabetes. Um, maybe uh, what kind of glucometer should I get? I'm, may, I don't know what to do because my blood sugars are out of order, and maybe you talk to your doctor, but you don't know specifically how to make that happen after you talk to your doctor. And, and as blind people, we can help each other with stuff that maybe only affects blind people as well. And so it's a good, yep. it's a good fun, social support system where there's no pressure. You don't have to talk if you don't want to. And informative. And I would, you know, I would just say, I think my opinion, um, you know, having been involved for well over a year in this organization, I think the peer-to-peer a model is probably one of our greatest strengths, you know, so people, as Larry pointed out, people can join these calls and they, if they're newly diagnosed with diabetes, they can talk to people like me and others that have been living with it for 40 plus years. Um, to me, that's really the real rub of ACB Diabetics in Action is the ability to have, you know, intimate contact with people who live with this day to day and can ask honest, candid question. It really, truly is an amazing call. We also have a community call, um, which actually is next Wednesday. And typically we have a speaker this coming up the ninth. We will have a speaker from Medtronic who is going to talk about the in I N pen. It's a new piece of technology to deliver insulin. And it supposedly interfaces with your smart device um, to help you calculate uh, calories versus insulin on board versus how much insulin you should take for that particular um, meal that you're going to eat. It's pretty in- interesting technology. So that'll be an intriguing presentation. And then casual chat, as Larry mentioned, uh, we have another uh, let's talk diabetes, which is something that, again, it's more about that peer to peer support model. And, um, uh, and then we have our board meeting at the last, what, Thursday of the month. So um, for a, you know, smaller affiliate, we're pretty busy. It certainly sounds that way. Let me ask, I may have missed it. What days are your programs, uh, you, is your programming taking place during convention? Yeah, it's, I'm sorry, I'll, re, I'll say it again. I kind of went probably too fast, but Monday, July um, 19th. 19th. Yes, thank you. And Tuesday, July 20th and Wednesday, July uh, 21st. There'll be two tracks on each day for a total of six tracks. Uh-huh. We will also. Are there any of them going to be more geared to, for instance, someone who 
is later in life has developed type two or some are some of them going to be more geared to people with type one juvenile diabetes that kind of thing yeah i mean we're the, the first day the monday that the 19th terry is dedicated to what we call our calling diabetes education 101 and that is going to cover you know, basically covered you know uh, thriving with diabetes and that means whether you're type one or type two and then the other uh, they're they're on for both both uh, tracks that day. Um, uh, Brenda Javadik and uh, Lisa Golden are the presenters, and they're as I said, both highly certified <laughs> educators. So they'll be talking about thriving with diabetes. And then the second session, they'll be talking about self management, which of course, as you know, um, is very different when you're a type one versus a type two. So uh, they have an hour and fifteen to cover all the bases. They'll, they'll have plenty of time for questions. So. Um, if they don't cover it, I'm sure people can ask, you know, questions during the, uh, the post presentation time and get some answers. Yeah. And then, hand raised. And yeah. Uh, but I think Becky had something she wanted to add mm-hmm. first. I was just going to, I was just going to add that on Tuesday, it's going to be, um, one session will be on nutrition and the second session will be on, um, uh, exercising Um, and then our Wednesday session is going to be really good too because the morning session will be or the first session will be um, how to advocate for ourselves uh, not only legislatively but also going to your physician with issues or um, you know how to advocate for yourself Um, and then the second session as Tom said would be um, a panel presentation of um, people that are actually members of Diabetics in Action, um, various, uh, I think a couple of type ones, a couple of type twos. Uh, so it's it's going to be kind of well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to before we um, run out of time, because I don't know where we are in time, but um, one thing I do want to let people know is if you have any questions about convention or um, about our convention um, programming, or if you are interested in any information on Diabetics in Action, you can send an email to the um, ACBDA um, group, and that email address is acbdaorg at gmail.com. Very good. Thank you. That's A-C-B-D-A-O-R-G at gmail.com. Correct. Great. That's wonderful to know. Um, Terry, Traveling Terry, I know, has her hand up. (laughs) Uh, Terry, if you want to unmute. Terry Suarez. Yep. I just want to say what an awesome convention we're going to have. And I accidentally raised my hand. So um, thank you very much. And you guys, I'm super excited about getting involved with Diabetics in Action as I'm a new uh, type 2 diabetic. Well, you're welcome. Come and join us. I am. I am. What's the membership Mm -hmm. for, for you guys? $10. Okay. Well, I will see you guys next week as a member. Thanks, Thank you, Terry. Thanks, Terry. Appreciate it. Yep. Have a good evening. You too. Okay. Thanks, Terry, for doing this. Uh, you're welcome. I'm hoping everyone's enjoying it. Danette, did you want to? Uh, you have your hand raised as well. Yes, please. There you so are. I'm, good evening. Hello, it's Danette, and I am vice 
vice president of ACBDA. And I would just like to say we do have our social on Saturday also. And this has been really fun chairing this committee. Um, Jeff Bishop had this like back in probably, I think it was January. We have our first meeting and he had this vision and I had no clue how this was going to come across, but I think we did really good. And this, this was Jeff Bishop's vision and we all just ran with it. it I think it's going to be totally, totally awesome. Thank you. It certainly sounds, I, I am awesome. very, very impressed with what's going on. Um, I think you folks have just done a really done my job with putting this together. Um, sure, sure. Does, if anyone, uh, Penny, we want to remind everyone how to raise their hand. Anyone okay. else does have a question? Okay. On the PC, it is Alt-Y. On the Mac, it's Option-Y. On the phone, it's Star-9. And on the app on your phone, it's down in your... I noticed this morning it's down in the more button mm -hmm. and it's way down in the lower left-hand corner on the more button. They upgraded zoom. Yes, they did. <laughs> and I couldn't <laughs> find it. So yeah. Uh, they're always, this always, what fun would life be if there weren't changes <laughs> in our technology? Oh goodness. Well, I thank you all very much and I uh, hope, that uh, we may have a few more questions for you before this is over. So I hope you can stay with us. Well, I have to. Terry, this is Paul Edwards, and I'm here. Hey, Paul. Ah, great. Thank Thanks, you, Paul. Paul. That's good to hey, know. Chanel. Thank you, Terry, Thanks for Chanel. having us. But I probably show up as Brian. Yes, you do every time. You yeah. always yeah. do. Um, no, he's fucking the system, Paul. <laughs> No, he stole his, uh, his, his login. <laughs> so I think Chanel had her hand raised, I think. Mm -hmm. Yes, I just wanted to say thank you, Terry. I've come to these last three events, and I think this is really helpful And because um, I've never attended the ACB convention. So, um, Will, I guess my – and it's great to see some familiar people in here from ACBDA – uh, will we? Will you actually have a session talking about accessibility of pumps and CGMs and things, or is it more about just kind of living well with diabetes and all the things we're supposed to do and whatever? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll take that question, Chanel. Uh, this is Tom. I I, um, I kind of gave our presenters sort of great latitude, uh, so okay. they they may or may not go down into the weeds on some of the stuff. Um, and I actually knowing you as I know, you could probably do one of the presentations on how to use a pump. But anyway, um, so I'm not, I don't really, I did not give them real, uh, you know, strict guidelines. I wanted them to create their presentations as they saw it best. Um, sure. In fact, the second part of the T Diabetes 101 on Monday is going to be interesting conversation about different uh, cultures around the world and how they've, um, shut up, um, how they, um, you know, have, um, Using different diets and nutrition, it could be part of the nutrition oh. section about yeah how how they've been able to better manage diabetes with a you know, dietary sort of approach as opposed okay. to medication. So yeah. Oh boy! All right, <laughs> all the do's and don'ts, but that's that to come, Chanel. You just have to. Come. I know, I know, but I don't need to hear what I'm supposed to be doing or not doing anyway. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, thanks for joining us this evening. Well, Terry, yeah. thank you so much for having us. It's been a pleasure. I think visibility is a great way to help all of us get our word out. So we are very grateful to be guests tonight. So thank you very much. Well, thank you for coming. 
we I, I always hope that it does give some information to at least a few people every night i mean every week and uh hopefully we'll keep on keeping on indeed and speaking of keeping on um i'm doing this alphabetically tonight uh our groups and our next one is Blind Pride International and Anthony Corona and Gabriel Cafaz. I'm sorry, I got it backwards. Lopez Cafati um, are <laughs> both with us, the president and secretary. And um, thank you. I wasn't, sure what, yeah. I wasn't sure what. Yeah, I wasn't sure what Anthony's convention chairperson and secretary there we go. <laughs> so sure your title, one. but they certainly have an amazing program lined up for this year i want to start off by just saying congratulations to diabetics in action they've done an amazing job revitalizing their affiliate and um i had the privilege of working closely with tom back in november for diabetic awareness and um the podcast series so there is some great archival information, including an amazing one-on-one session with Jeff, uh, where he really, you know, went deep into his life with diabetes. So guys, congratulations. This programming sounds awesome. Thank you. And, you know, another, another note, um, June is Pride Month. So for those of you who are interested in hearing Terry wax on about ACB history, she's <laughs> most definitely one of the unofficial historians. We have three um, great, great panelists right here on this call that also participated in our latest Pride Connection. Paul Edwards and Penny Reader uh, gave us some phenomenal back looking at B-Flag when it first started and, and BPI through the years. So, Terry, thank you for that, too. But um, we're here for convention, and I'm going to let Gabe go first because the one thing I think that everybody thinks of when they think of BPI and convention is, drumroll please. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, as always, a staple of BPI, um, I know last year was a challenge for everyone and people, I myself was was puzzled, how are we going to do wine tastings? But uh, we went virtual. And uh, this year, we're going to have uh, three wine events. Actually, our first event is a uh, wine tasting um, with a spin, uh, with a twist, I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's going to... I don't want to give it away, but it's going to be very, very exciting. Um, those of you, thank you for uh, other affiliates who have asked me uh, Terry uh, here at Visibilities and other affiliates who have asked me, like Bay State, uh, to do uh, wine tastings. You know that I always try to put something innovative and something sparkling. <laughs> so that's going to be happening um, the first day of convention. Uh, then we have a um, from from va- from grape to glass, which is in collaboration with a friend uh, and colleague. And he's going to be showing us, and that's going to have, I think, a video portion. Uh, he's going to be showing us um, a, a winery, a, a vineyard, and uh, the process, how it gets from, from the actual vineyard to your glass. And then the last day of convention, we're going to have a um, what we're calling a duel of wines. Uh, he's, uh, Hobie's going to join us again, and we're going to be doing uh, 
two perspectives, winemakers and wine drinkers. Obviously, I'm going to be representing you all as wine drinkers and uh, obviously participation and uh, having a glass to sip on is highly encouraged while we do these uh, three events. I'm going to hand it over to Anthony and I, I guess I'm going to jump in at another point yes. uh, when I'm going to talk about other events. So, Anthony, here you go. All right. So, you know, Blind Pride once B-Flag turns 21 this year. So we thought we'd go uh, big and go hard. So 21 programs in 2021 to celebrate 21 years. We have programming going on every day of convention. Like Gabe said, we're opening and closing our programming with wine events because that's what everyone knows us for the most. Um, we, of course, will have our Dare to Share that everyone knows and loves. It's by invitation only. So you'll need to have an invite. Um, our, mem- our email is easy. It's membership at blind lgbtpride.org. You can send questions. uh, You can ask us how to join, which is at the website, same name. Um, And you can request an invitation for Dare to Share. On Saturday, we have two exciting programs. Chris Snyder, who works for Audio Eyes, and Byron Lee, who many may know from various things, but uh, also Sunday Edition. I'll throw that plug in right now. Um, Chris Snyder and, and uh, Byron are putting together an audio immersive 3D audio experience. I have been threatened with, you know, life and limb. If I give away any other details, all I can say is if you've got a great pair of stereo headphones and you want to know what 3D audio is all about, um, check it out. They've got some great things. Later on that day, we're doing um, a self-care from a holistic standpoint, essential oils, self-massage, and various other holistic ways of, of maintaining your, your, your mental and physical balance. Um, you know, some might say the chi, so to speak. Later on that evening is, of course, 21 years of, of Blind Pride, the mixer that we're known well for. We had a great showing last year, so it'll be just as fun, if not more, this year. Sunday, we're um, showing the first of our two BPI movies. This one is lesbian-centric. It's the story of a lesbian couple in Sudan who go through um, unimaginable things to have the right to be together. There'll be a a discussion period after the movie. And Byron Lee returns. What is the name of it again? Oh, God. I'm so sorry. I don't have notes with me. The what? Oh, I'm sorry. The lesbian movie. Okay. The lesbian-centric movie is called Rafiki. Rafiki. Um, also, on Sunday, Byron returns with Leah Gardner, and they're going to be taking us through Clubhouse, TikTok, and Instagram. So if you've ever wanted to play around with those apps that are not as accessible as others, they're going to be giving you all the tips. On Monday, we start um, a new thing for BPI. We'll be speaking with um, lawyers who are going to help us with protecting your partner. And that doesn't necessarily have to be an LGBTQ. Um, that's for all persons who are, who are aging or, or coming together for the first time and want to know, you know, when, if you're not married, how do you make sure your partner is protected in those events of, of medical or, or other traumas? Uh, later on that evening, Gabriel returns with something special. Okay. So this is very near and dear to my heart. Um, I'm very, very happy and honored to collaborate with Jason Castanway. And we are going to be presenting a night of opera arias. Um, so we're going to pick famous opera arias by famous um, opera singers. And uh, please g- give it a chance. If you're a lo- an opera lover, you're definitely 
welcome. But if you're not, we have a challenge for you. Jason and I challenge you to come to our event and leave that night just loving opera and hopefully being an aficionado. So that's that's on uh, Tuesday evening, right? Yeah. Okay. So. No, that's Monday evening. Okay, sorry, Monday evening. Also on Monday, um, Blind Fred is, is partnering up with students and Next Generation for a sex and disability seminar, kind of focusing around consent and finding ways to love your sexual and sensuality through your blindness um, with and, and around your blindness. So that's going to be, we have two, um, we have a licensed sex therapist and a licensed actual therapist. Um, so that's going to be a really great program too. That brings might be of interest to all ages. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's going to, it's going to be rediscover your body and love your body. Even if you can't see your body, um, you know, and your, your sensuality, um, Tuesday is really interesting. A lot of firsts this year for BPI. We're partnering with Strive for You for two really special events. One, um, one is adaptive sports, and the other one is self defense. They'll be giving us all kinds of things that we can do to create our own sports teams, or you know, uh, you know, state affiliates can have you know their their local affiliates play against each other, et cetera, et cetera. And self defense, they'll be giving us the five most important tips that you can have, whether you're a cane or a guide dog user, to to be aware and to be safe. And Tuesday night is the second of our BPI movies, Gabe. Yes, a second BPI movie is, uh, this is uh, gay-centric. It's called The Way He Looks. And believe it or not, this such movie exists. Um, both are independent films. This is a Brazilian film. And it is about a boy who is blind and gay. And he falls in love um, with another boy. Um, a teenager, and that's what hence the title of the movie, um, The Way He Looks. So that's very exciting for us to be able to present a movie about, you know, characters out there. It, it's very exciting for us to know that there has been a movie made uh, with a main character who is blind and gay. So that's that's a n not to be missed. Yeah, there'll be, you know, a discussion here afterwards as well. Both movies are audio described by Audio Eyes and Chris Snyder, which is awesome. Wednesday, um, we go back to our lawyer panels. And that one is when your civil rights are, you know, um, when you need civil right protections. Again, you know, it will have an LGBTQ tract. <clears throat> but it's for, you know, it's LGBTQ and disability. So, you know, if you have questions, if you want answers, that's the, that's the track for you. We'll also be having two audio description events. The first one is dragging the boys of audio description from behind the curtain. Uh, Chris Snyder returns with Roy Samuelson, JJ Hunt, and again, Byron Lee. They'll be talking about the process of audio description from beginning to end and telling us how they put together the first ever audio described drag show um, and leads us right into the next programming, which is Behind the Makeup where we speak with Angel Sheridan and one of the world's premier drag artists um, over 35 years, you know, in the industry. And um, that interview is absolutely fascinating. We talk about the art of drag all the way back from the 1600s 
Um, we, there's a little bit of Socrates in there as well, all the way to present day. And they take us through a day in the life of a performance, you know, from that first eyelash curler all the way to, you know, dropping the mic after a, a stunning performance. And that audio described performance that I just spoke about will be, will be part of that, um, presentation. Thursday, protecting your, uh, no, I'm sorry, picking the right therapist. Again, you know, uh, with a little bit of an LGBTQ track, but open to all. If you have questions, you want to, you know, you want to know what things to look for, what the tip, what the different types of therapists are, because there's more than one school of thought, uh, one school of therapy. So, you know, depending on what your needs are, you know, you may want to listen in to find how to find the right match. Um, God, there's so much. What am I missing? Um, there, there's something else on Thursday night and it's fabulous. Um, and Friday, of course, we end, um, we end the, uh, the, the convention with Gabe and Hobie dueling wine perspectives. It is going to be awesome. Gabe, do you have any idea what I'm missing for Thursday? No, I think we've covered everything because we may have talked about it movies yeah i think we covered everything well all of our programming is is you know available in the convention uh, on the convention website you can email me and i can send you a rundown as well at the membership at blind lgbt pride.org and uh yeah terry thank you so much for letting us come here and and you know talk about our affiliate let me ask you one quick question i always ask janet tickleman the same one um the two, what you're doing with audio description, particularly yes. the two films, are they also going to be video? Uh, do you no, know that the, yet? The films are going to be audio only. Oh. So much for us partials. <laughs> the, the conversation with the boys and, and um, the drag performance, those will have video. Those will. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's good to know. Thank you very much. It definitely sounds like BPI has come of age. (laughs) And now we're legally (laughs) able to drink that wine. (laughs) There you go. That's it. Of course you weren't before. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, Terry, can I plug one more thing that's non-convention related? Certainly. On Monday at five o'clock on the Ira YouTube channel on Clubhouse and then available for the rest of the month, Gabriel and I participated in an amazing program. Um, It's basically LGBTQ activist history, Um, not starting with Stonewall, but centered around Stonewall. We have a historian from the Stonewall Foundation who walks us through the West Village, some amazing historic landmarks as well as telling stories of these amazing individuals who have been fighting for our rights pre stonewall all the way up to today and um we were so lucky to partner with ira where we're really really proud of of that piece of of programming so please look for it it'll be all over the list but um we'd love some traffic and to make this one of the you know one of the most highly highly rated ira programs and when is that going to be this monday night yeah, Monday at 6 p.m. It's going on Clubhouse and YouTube Live. Believe me, I'll be putting the links everywhere. <laughs> it does. I I have often wanted to uh, to to. I I think it's great that we're doing a uh, that you're doing the walkthrough of Stonewall. I just think that's absolutely cool. 
And that makes me, that reminds me what I missed on Thursday. Making Gay History podcast historian Eric Marcus is taking us through the AIDS and HIV epidemic and how it changed LGBTQ activism, history, and the world. So, I mean, that is going to be an amazing program. It certainly sounds it. It certainly does. <laughs> Thank well, you. Penny, do we have any? We have no hands. hands. So, yeah, there's no hands raised right now. I, I, I can't imagine that there would be because they did such, a, such an elaborate it, job mm-hmm. of uh, describing everything. They um, did fantastic. Yes, they absolutely did. Well, Terry, thank you so much. As you know, Gabe's parents are here, so we're going to pop off. But thank you, thank you so much for this opportunity. Well, enjoy Gabe's parents. And um, I know she's been cooking for you. And uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> have, a wonder- have a wonderful evening. You too. And thank thanks you. for joining us. I very thank much you. appreciate it. Have a fun weekend. You too. Okay. Now, on to Braille Revival League. And um, it, here with us this evening is Paul Edwards, who is the president of Braille Revival League. And Paul can, um, Paul, if you would like to tell us what's going on with uh, during convention and maybe a little bit about BRL and the um, calls you know, the uh, uh, Braille Buzz, I couldn't think of the name of it for a second, and other things that are going on in general with BRL, would love to hear from you. Well, the Braille Revival League is uh, another of those special interest affiliates associated with ACB, and um, we, we have typically um, held down one afternoon of programming during the convention and because of the huge number of programs that are out there we haven't tried to do any more so we're 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 not coming of age if we were coming of age since we've been around since 1980 we'd we'd have to do 40 program items and i don't think we're ready to do that <laughs> so who's counting yeah so we're 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 doing Two major programs, as well as a number of programs, kind of in collaboration with Library Users of America. Um, the 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 two BRL programs, or the three BRL programs, uh, I'm pretty excited about. The first one um, is is going to feature a discussion of what directions can we go with regard to Braille graphics. Um, there's, we have had some programs over the past few years that have discussed Braille graphics, uh, but I'm really excited this time because we have a gentleman um, who works for a company out in Oregon that makes Braille printers, the Braille printers that have done the most in terms of making Braille graphics available. But um, he is going to be kind of doing an introduction to some of the areas that they're working on because they're actually doing an awful lot of things. He will be talking about, believe it or not, a Braille graphic system that will actually allow totally blind people to do their own graphics, um, which is which is really exciting because it's, it's, it's something that's never existed before. He's also going to talk about um, some approaches that are 
being taken to broaden the way that Braille graphics can operate so that they can actually identify colors using Braille graphics and different dot heights and a range of other things. And what we're going to tie this to later on is our Braille buzz call, which happens every two months. So our Braille buzz call in August will, in fact, uh, feature Dan as well, who will be talking with us about um, in more detail about the stuff he will only be able to introduce at the convention. So we're very excited about this. And it could well be, get given given where we end up at the end of Braille Buzz, that we'll actually do another one in, in October. Um, we're excited because this seems to us to be the first um, opportunity for us to collaborate in a way that really makes Braille graphics a reality. And I think that in doing programs, what, we, what we're aiming to do is to try um, to create an opportunity for us to, uh, to also determine where we're going uh, in the future. Our second major program item will feature a discussion of where we actually are um, with the electronic Braille reading project that's being operated currently by the National Library Service. We will be exploring the two machines. We'll be talking about what their progress is. We'll be trying to get an idea of where the future is. And, and hopefully by the time we finish with that discussion, we'll have a better notion of where, uh, of where we are likely to go with the availability of free um, Braille displays, which will enable folks who are blind, all folks who are blind and who can do it, um, to actually get a device of their own and the opportunity to access books directly. And the third and final thing that I want to talk about that BRL is doing is we're doing a panel discussion um, that will feature uh, probably four of us trying to come up with a series of specific ways that we can promote the use of Braille and promote the ongoing survival of Braille. If we don't do things, it's our fear that Braille may simply disappear. So we think it's really important to try to use part of our convention time to plan on ways that, that we can increase our involvement in making Braille more viable, more useful, and more widely available all over the country. So that's what we plan to do at the convention. I think it's not only our fear, but it's really our, our responsibility. Yep. Um, to, to see it, to, to see that it doesn't die. Um, I had another question for you on the first piece, and now my my oh, I know what it was. I, I back on the on the gentleman with the graphics. Um, that I think is fascinating. His name is Dan and Gardner, by the way. I don't know if you know Dan Gardner. <clears throat> know the name. Yep. I've never had the pleasure. What I, I ended up is, getting on the phone with him the other day and talking for about an hour and a half. I was so excited by what he was talking about. So, And so he's talking about blind people being able to create their own graphics. Yes. Right. That's one so, of the th- one of the three one of things, the things that talking. I would think. Of, the thing that fascinates me about that is, I'm trying to figure out how to put this quite. Um, 
I think it would be fascinating to see, and it may it, it, it may go into other fields, you know, of ophthalmology, yeah. of psychology, oh, that yes. kind of thing, of what someone, what a blind person thinks that something looks like. Yep. And so they're creating a graphic of what they think it looks like and how close that is to reality. Um, well, I, I think just, I just think that's fascinating. Yeah, I think the other thing is that that one of the things we talked about, one of the things that that um, made me decide that we really wanted to do quite a lot of work here is is I think eventually we're going to have to train people who've been blind all their lives, like me, um, to understand what graphics are and how they work. I mean, I I. I I never loved maps. I could just about get graphs, but but pictures, uh-uh. Um, I mean, it, they just didn't make any sense. And one of the things that he said that was fascinating is, you know, people think, well, now that we've got now that we've got JPEGs, we can just take a JPEG and and um, print it, and hey, presto, we've got a tactile picture. And he says, but that's really not true because um, JPEGs are too complicated. They have too many colors. They have too many things that get in the way. What we have to do is design a method that will allow us to automatically simplify JPEGs so that, so that only the major components of the picture will be left. Because otherwise it'll just be a blob. It does make sense. So it I does. was I was fascinated by um, by a lot of what he said and and realized just how much I didn't know and so I'm truly looking forward to uh, uh, to an opportunity to start our 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 journey into tactile graphics at convention but we we expect to extend it beyond convention with a couple of Braille Buzz calls to become a member of the Braille Revival League costs ten bucks a year. And you can send a message to Treasurer, all spelled out, at Braille Revival League, all spelled out, dot org. And she will get in touch with you. You can do PayPal or she can do credit cards for you over the phone. But just send her an email message to Treasurer at, uh, at uh, Braille Revival League, dot org. And Jane Corona will help. And will you be doing a business meeting? We will. Uh, elections, any of that kind of we're doing stuff? we're doing elections prior to so if you're a member of BRL you can expect you you can expect to get um, an item soon that we'll talk about our Braille buzz meeting in June which will actually be uh, the meeting at which we will do um, our our candidates forum as well as nominations of and everybody who wants to run as a board member of BRL. And then we'll be oh, doing that's good vote. To know, since Frank and, we'll be doing that's voting good to know, in the first week of July. Yeah, by email or phone. Oh, all right, great. Good. That's good to know. Um, we're both life members, so I suppose we will be getting something soon. You sh- you you um, will. Very cool. Uh, do we have any questions for Paul or for? Um, Diabetics in Action, uh, or for anything else that's going on at convention. 
Um, I'm not sure that we're all here, that, that, that all of us here can answer them, but we can certainly give it a try. If anyone does have any questions that they um, haven't gotten an answer to of late, um, we'd be Terry, something to- that hasn't gotten a lot of advertising yet is BOP will be doing a program on the very last day of the convention on Friday at uh, 4.30, I think which will essentially be a wrap-up of the convention, what we think are the highlights of the convention. So we think that'll be a fun way, if you didn't get a chance to hear everything, for you to get an idea of what podcast to look for. Ah, that is good to know. As a matter of fact, I have Deb Cook-Lewis on my email list um, to set up for uh, the special events that I was talking about that we're going to start doing uh, possibly next week, but definitely starting on the 18th. And I was going to ask her uh, about coming on to tell us what the BOP would be doing at convention. So that's good to know. Um, and we do have a hand raise. Yes, we do. Chanel. Chanel. Hello. Hi. I have been thinking about joining Braille Revival League. Um, is there, will there be any opportunity at convention to just kind of get to know more about who you are, what you do? Um, and do we have to join the state one or can I, could I join the national um, Braille Revival you, League? You can join the national. We're one of the relatively few organization that has um, state affiliates and we have five or six or seven depending on how you count them right Um, we think it's good to have state affiliates because they can do some some things locally but there's absolutely nothing that would preclude you from joining the national organization chanel and that's so and if you just send a an email to treasurer she will get you going Okay, great. Um, and if there was opportunity to kind of get to there, know you there, more. There the really, uh, we will have some time during business meeting where, where uh, during our business meeting, which will be between four thirty and and five fifteen on Thursday afternoon, the last Thursday at the convention. Okay. Um, to talk about um, some of the directions that we're going and and what the Braille Revival League is all about and how it works and the. The panel discussion that'll happen immediately before that um, will feature four members of the Braille Revival League talking about what we're doing now. Okay, great. I'll keep an eye out for that. Thank you so much. Sure. Paul, I have I have a quickie follow up if you don't mind. And I, Please. I, sorry, you see me on Tuesday and now you got to see me on Friday. It's just the way life is. I'm uh, happy. I I have I assume that it works the same way that. Uh, state affiliates versus national affiliates work, and that is when I get around to joining BRLC of California, which I'm planning to do, I will automatically also become a member of Braille Revival, Re- Braille Revival League. That That is um, that is absolutely correct. Okay. That will entitle you to get our Braille Memorandum, which is uh, a publication that comes out twice a year and is about a 60 to 70 page newsletter. Cool. That's what I thought. Just wanted to make sure. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you, Mr. Larry. You're welcome. Well, um, I'm trying to think of what else we, what else, it seems to me I had another question for you, and it's absolutely blown right out of my head. Um. So we're we're 
yeah, we're ex- excited about some of the directions that we're that we're going in now. Um, we we one of the things that we're hoping to to make available is lots of lots more information on our website. <coughs> we do have a history of Braille there, and um, and. We are in the process of putting a, a number of our Braille buzz calls up there so people will be able to, to either listen to them or download them. Um, we think that's exciting. We have Braille buzz calls on various types of note takers. We have Braille buzz calls on grade three Braille. Um, we have Braille buzz calls on Judy Dixon's Braille slate collection, on uh, what Banna's up to. Uh, what uh, the International Council on English Braille, the, the worldwide entity that uh, that controls uh, the way that English Braille operates all over the world. So um, all of those things will pretty soon appear on our website, which, as I said before, is BrailleRevivalLeague.org. And we do have that an email really cool. list that you can subscribe to, which is BRL at ACBList.org. Very good. Um, you know, I've noticed there's a there's a group of people uh, on the community calls now. I'm hoping some of them may be on our on our call tonight or listening on um, ACB radio. That's a braille. That's kind of a braille mentoring group. Right. What do they call themselves? The Braille Mingle. I think it's yes. something about Braille Mingle. Mm-hmm. It's Tuesdays and Saturdays, um, and. It just seems as though that this would be a good place for a lot of them. Um, and it would be a great opportunity for BRL to reach out to them if you haven't already, though I assume we probably some people probably have. Um, because we, those, are, those are people who are apparently are trying to learn Braille. Right. And that's the best way of passing it on. Well, well, we, we've, we have, we have tried to reach out to them. They're, they're, and um, we will continue to do that. And hopefully they'll reach out to you as well. I hope mm-hmm. so, anyhow. Um, well, I don't want to tie you up any longer. I know I apparently had mixed dates up with you and uh, kind of pulled you out, pulled you off of something else this evening. Um, so I just want to thank you for joining me. I have a local chapter meeting I was supposed to be at at 7.30, so I'll get on there. Oh, then you better get, you better get there because I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to have to tangle with the president of the Florida council. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is chapter, this this is, this is a chapter down, down South, but so they'll be good. (laughs) All right, dear one. Thank you so much, Paul. Thanks Terry for having us. Yep. Thank you. And thank you, Larry. Bye. You're welcome, Paul. Have fun. Yep. Bye-bye, guys. Um, folks have also kind of reminded me that um, one of the other things that I've done on our um, website, on the visibilities.net website today, is I've just started putting up uh, recordings of our some of our visibilities calls. Um, we're also in the process of getting them up, the podcasts up on uh the ACB pod uh, on ACB podcasts, um, but I'm also putting the recordings on the visibilities.net 
website. Um, I got the first one up today, which is the one I know many people had asked me about it. It's the one that Jerry Barrier did on blind birding um, on March 26th. So that is on the website. If anybody wants to listen to it, you can do it on there. And I think you can also download it from there, but I wouldn't swear by that. Four minutes left. We do. And I just want to thank you all. Again, I want to thank Penny. Um, we never got a chance to even talk about how how we, I could uh, best, how Penny could best support me tonight, but she's done a great job um, of that. And I want to thank her for that. Um, and there was something, what else? I think that's about all. So I think we're actually going to be finished a couple of minutes early tonight which is very unusual for us. Uh, Next week, uh, I'm going to have the Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss. I know Jeff Tom is going to be coming on that. And they've got a couple of other uh, things that are going on that we will also be catching up with them on in addition to uh, their convention program. So I want to hope that you all listen, listen in for that. And I just want to thank you all for joining us this evening and wish you all a great uh, week ahead and hope that you all really, really enjoyed the convention. There's so much work that goes into putting the convention together and especially for people like Larry and uh, Debbie and everyone at ACB Radio that's working on doing all the streaming of it and of course, Janet Dickelman with organizing it all. And there is just so much work that goes into it. But I know that all of you will get so much out of it. And so keep up your calendar of what you want to listen to live and join in live and what you'll be able to pick up uh, afterward through podcasts. And thanks again and have a great week. Take care, folks.